0: Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz on the Improvisers Guide Network. Now is the time. Forever? Miss old. A minute and a half.
1: Ooh. Hashtag always MGM. The right.
0: Old, old, old. The drink, secret drink, drink. staircase. We always do that. You are approaching the unloading area. Behold the majesty of the Sistine Seal. For the kids. A salute to all theme parks, but mostly Walt Disney World. Ha! What a cute ending. Aloha and welcome aboard. This is Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. She is Jen. Hello! And I am Frank and we are here and we are back
1: <sighs>
0: from... Our trip to Walt Disney World, our three day excursion. It's all it's all gone. It's all in the past now. It's all fallen behind us. But this this is the first part of a three part trilogy about our three day trip. Well, and then
1: probably many tangents after that, just randomly on random episodes. Because we know that
0: we cannot cram everything into one episode. So today, here on Theme Park Thursday, official yeah. theme park Thursday. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna pretty much talk about the meetup and day one of our trip. Right. And then tomorrow, mm-hmm. tomorrow, you're gonna hear about our Magic Kingdom Day. That's Friday. Like the true meetup. The true meetup. Like we're yes. gonna how many texts are you going to get on that side of the road? I know.
1: I'm sorry. It's a Facebook group message I'm in.
0: <laughs> and then next week, next theme park Thursday, we're going to focus on Hollywood Studios, hashtag always MGM, your first trip to Galaxy's Edge, yes. Rise of the Resistance, all yes. the things will be next Thursday. Right on theme park thursday all right we got all that
1: Uh, i i I mean hopefully hopefully people have subscribed and they don't just like listen on a whim because this way they'll be reminded when the new episodes pop up they'll get an alert on their phone it's 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 up it's live listen we're back again on friday it's follow friday our second favorite day of the week
0: subscribing is very helpful yes reviewing is nice on the itunes
1: yes Mm -hmm. yes
0: or anywhere you listen?
1: Yeah. So
0: here we are. We're like, like how have how the Disney blues hit you? Trip. You didn't go for like 14 months, 15 uh, months. Oh, yeah. it's right. And now you had a three day. What are your initial, what were your initial impressions coming back to reality?
1: It's not great. Um, I think on the plane home, as I was scrolling through my phone, going through the memories, the last three days, I think I started getting a little depressed, started getting a little sad that we we did so much and got to meet awesome people, but like I didn't get enough time to like for more conversations or just more time to hang out with I don't know, so I was just like getting equally depressed over not being able to talk to people as much and the fact that it was done already, and I need to go back immediately.
0: That's right. The trip, the three-day trip overall, because we we met people along the way, we hung out with people along the way. The big meetup was on Saturday. Yeah. It was it was a strange, strange balance between the uh, it going too fast yeah. and. Feeling like we we got to go a lot of places and see a lot of things and do a lot of things, right? But the big thing, to your point, is yeah, the the whirlwind, the conversation portion made it very like like by two o'clock. I was like, wait, I didn't talk to everyone yet. Wait, what yeah. happened? And that was, uh, you know, the the like the shock of the system going. We only have an hour left. Yes,
1: and I think. Um It it was nice to kind of meet people along the way. It was kind of like a nice build. And then, but I found myself on the monorail on the day of the meetup, and I know we'll get into more details on a future episode tomorrow, but I found myself like getting a little nervous and I'm like, oh God, there's going to be a big group of people. My my introvert and my social anxiety is starting to come out a little bit and I don't know how I'll be. And I, I think overall I kept a good lid on it, but I think... I, it also kind of messed with my brain where if I did know some people in the group, I kind of like latched on a little bit here or there because then like to meet new people or whatever. But, but then some people, I think as the group got so big and then we just started moving, I'm like, wait, you guys have been here the whole time and I haven't even talked to, you, you know, that happened a couple of times. So I, I just want more time with everybody.
0: Yeah, and, and like your nerves, uh, as you discussed there, are similar yeah. to what uh, Justin was talking about on the Monday Morning Monorail podcast this week. Yes. I'm a little different because I mean I think there is that deep down inside of me those nerves, but yeah. I don't uh, I don't uh, categorize them as nerves. Because right. I always say the hardest thing f- for me is you got to get me out of the house. Right. I've been that forever. Right. I, once I get out of the house. I'm, right. I'm usually okay. I'm on the way. Whatever happens, happens. I roll with it. Right. But then when I notice after like something like this big huge meetup right. is that I go and and I go wow I could, you know talk to people whatever I'm like huh, it's a little bit in a tunnel. Yeah. I was like in a tunnel for a little while. Yes. Uh huh. And it definitely was like I had to remember to catch myself when I was like taking in a view or looking at a site or maybe right. seeing a video and going. Mm-hmm you're here with people. You got to right. converse with people. You got to do it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And I think, and and I think the, the little early days of starting the podcast, like creeped in those, those first few times of going like, no one cares what I have to say. And then doing like YouTube stuff and being like, I don't want to be on camera. I'm too nervous for this. <laughs> so, you know, I can go into this social mode at times, but it was Yeah, and I did hear Justin talk about that, and I was like, oh, I didn't notice that on him. I wonder if he noticed it on me, but um, I, I was talking to our friend OPP, Operating mm-hmm. Participant Paul, Right. And I was kind of telling him a little bit about it, and he was like, oh my God, you were in front of a lot of people. Did you get all red and like, couldn't really speak? So I was like, no, I wasn't giving a presentation, which <laughs> would have me all red, and not being able to speak, so it wasn't that bad. But, um, I mean, and everyone was great, and it was so nice to meet everyone, and I think that helped ease the comfort where, as the day went on, you know, I definitely got more comfortable. But
0: And obviously, we have to thank Jocelyn for, you know, just taking, you oh know, the God. baton all the way across the finish line.
1: I can't re- believe it.
0: Really uh, hitting it out of the park. I'm going to mix all my sports metaphors. <laughs> this Super Bowl of meetups here. Yes. Uh, We raise a cup here to uh, jostle in and and express all the gratitude, not to be confused with her Twitter handle, at Disney Gratitude, change that E with a one. I mean, she planned this for months and months and months. It happened. It went off without a hitch. It was like the absolute perfect weather day at the Kingdom on Saturday. So- you know what what else can be said, and a lot of more people were involved doing different things, handling different yeah. aspects, but you know Jocelyn was the 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 figurehead, as yes. it were. and you you want to give a you want to, and I know you want to give a special shout out to mackenzie obviously
1: obviously obviously McKenzie, um my new little b f f and I know she has equal love for Sam, and I'll share it. It's okay, I'm okay with splitting the love there, um but she was awesome and Basically a mini Jocelyn. I mean, not only in looks, she she is just a mini me of Jocelyn, but also just the personality. The I mean, to have someone that young, I, mean, I I can't even go into this group without having some nerves. You have this girl going up to everyone, hi, what's your name? Getting the name tags, leading the group everywhere, going up to everyone, just saying hi. Amazing, yeah, like,
0: doing the counts. counting the people. Oh off, my goodness, go and she's missing. Yeah,
1: amazing. So. Yeah, she's awesome and was adorable the whole time, and uh, I loved getting to know her a little bit as well, and it was great um, on Small World. I was in the front of the boat with Sam, Jocelyn, Mackenzie, so that was nice, but I mean, she's, she's a sweetheart, so it was great that she was there as well. We've seen her a little bit on camera anytime we've had Jocelyn on, but it was nice to be in person and Brian of course I don't want to leave him out of the family there because
0: (laughs) I just I just tell you that you know standing on the curb of Main Street, and I didn't get to talk much to Brian. Again, he's mm-hmm. an example. Like yes. Brian seems like totally someone I would talk to. Yes, and have long conversations with, but I didn't really get to talk to him until yeah. uh, like the very way everyone was kind of wrapping up, and you were desperately waiting for the people mover. Mm. Hang on for that cliffhanger tomorrow. <laughs> you kind of know if you went to YouTube, you know we rode the people mover. <laughs> but regardless, there was there were some anxious moments there. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to Brian and leaned over to him and was like, so when Jocelyn says that this is becoming an annual event, Mm -hmm. he was laughing. And then five minutes later, Jocelyn's like, so next January, Mm -hmm. when we're like, oh, here we go. It's going to all happen again.
1: And that happened. Literally, we were, I don't know, 20 feet from each other because I was with Jocelyn and you were with Brian. And I heard you just crack up laughing, like went off about it. And I And I could hear you while I was looking at Jocelyn going, what's so funny over there? What's happening? And then we realized we were all having the same conversation in different ways. That's
0: right. So we'll really focus on uh, our Magic Kingdom Day and the second part of Theme Park Thursday with Delos this year. But we can uh, say that the 2020 WDW meetup, hashtag 2020 WDW meetup, it's a huge success, even yes. if we missed Sunday. Totally yes. fine. We weren't jealous that it kept going. The next day was fine. It was fine. It was fine. fine.
1: We were fine with not being. I there. was at no work
0: biggie. when everyone was at Disney Springs. That was totally like, the same thing. It was just like, whatever.
1: Yeah. Whatever. Uh, no
0: biggie. All right. Here's our, I mean, and if you're waiting for our big Beaches and Cream <laughs> review, get ready. It's happening on this episode. <laughs> but our day started off, we, we our flight went off without a hitch, yep. no delays. Yep. I would find, I, and Jen, you worked in the airline industry. Would you I sure did. Say here in New York City, really the earliest flight you can get on in New York City in the morning is like always your best bet.
1: Correct. Because you got to push those flights out. You need that plane the rest of the day. So uh, yeah, the, the early morning flights, although tough to have a 3.45 a.m. alarm go off, it's good to just get your day started ASAP.
0: Yeah, and everything happened very fast. We landed 8 by 8.30, we had the rental car by 9, we were on the road. Yeah. And our first stop was going to be to do a tour of the Riviera Resort. Right. Pull up into the parking lot. They got the old, the old scare you sign with, the, <laughs> unless you have a reservation for a room or a restaurant, that is the only way you will see this resort ever in your life.
1: Yeah and it was early and there was a line of cars at that booth as well which did not help the cause.
0: No, it did not bode well and and usually we we always we, we tend to talk ourselves into areas yeah. sometimes. Um I we, I sensed right away due to that line that one there wasn't a whole lot of parking yeah. at the uh, Riviera resort and probably when we weren't getting in. So that is actually what happened. Yeah. Uh, Very nice security guard at the Riviera. No harm, no foul. We said, let's uh, take the old Skyliner to the Riviera from Epcot and have some breakfast at one of your favorite locations, Mm -hmm. Jenny. Share with the world.
1: The Boardwalk Bakery. One of my faves. I can't believe you've never been there. But you know what? There's a lot of places you haven't been. And I realized that on this trip even more. So you have the Boardwalk Bakery, the Beach Club Villas Quiet Pool. I don't understand where you were when I was at all these places.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I, I couldn't tell you, but usually it's because I have to go to the same exact places every visit I go on. And right. I have to do the same things and I can't have change and no deviation from the norm, please. Right. Right. Well, anyway, we went over to the boardwalk. Uh, what you, and did you get your normal boardwalk? I sure boardwalk? did. You know, what is there, your normal? Um,
1: I did, but there was a change. So we can, mm-hmm. we can, we can talk okay, about that. I mean, you're right. So my normal, when right. I go, is a chocolate croissant mm-hmm. and a coffee. Right. Now, I got that this time, and it was all delightful. However, there's been a change Everyone, take out your notebooks and pens, mark Mm -hmm. down this change. Yes. The Boardwalk Bakery coffee cups are now generic Dixie cups.
0: Mm -hmm. I'll
1: just let that settle in for everybody. Here's what I enjoy normally. A nice Disney coffee cup with an inspirational quote from Walt Disney himself to start my day Give me the, the Disney juju to just make me believe in the magic. And instead, generic Dixie cup.
0: I, it's so generic that when I was at work, I learned that we had purchased the same exact Dixie coffee cups.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I texted you the picture and that's how generic they are. And They're I said, fail. My,
1: it's a fail. Yeah.
0: Uh, but that, that, that really, that, that's had a tone. You were low, yeah. low. You were low. You were I low.
1: A little, I was like, oh, and, and the wrapping was different as well. Like it was kind of like boardwalk themed wrapping, and I get it, but mm. um, I I would think that had Papadillo seen such a thing, he would refer to this as a cutback. Right. We're
0: not going to brand put the Disney brand on the cups. Instead, go to your Publix. Pick up <laughs> cups and bring them on over.
1: Now what I don't understand, I was actually scrolling through some pictures uh, today and I came across a picture Mr. Snidillo had sent me back in November when he was at the um, Destido Resort and mm. he held up a picture of his morning coffee with the big Christmas tree in the lobby and did a whole thing. And the cup was a Walt Disney World quote inspired cup so when did this change happen? Maybe Is they were short. certain resorts and not others?
0: Maybe they were short. Maybe they, didn't, they, they were, ran out of stock and they did have to go over to the Publix or the Goodings over in the former Crossroads <laughs> and uh, purchase some Dixie Cups to get mm-hmm. them by for the day. You never I'll, know.
1: I'll be keeping my eye out.
0: Maybe that construction down by Ratatouille blocks some kind of Dixie Cup truck road.
1: Maybe. I'm on, I'm on the case to keep my eyes out for it.
0: I got the cinnamon bun.
1: Yes. How was that? It
0: was. It was very nice. Very yeah. a lot of a lot of, a lot of uh, syrupy goodness at the bottom.
1: Seemed like a bigger cinnamon bun than what you normally see.
0: It was large. I'll post a pic on the Instagrams on the sure. IG mm-hmm. on the Instas whatever we're calling it. Yeah. And the cinnamon bun was good. Coffee was coffee. We hadn't. I had not had coffee all morning, so even though Joffrey's, I was. I sweetened it enough. Totally yeah. fine. Hit the it's spot. Fine. Coffee good. Coffee. The high I mean, let me let me just say before I give the highlights of our trip to the boardwalk,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, you can't get go wrong sitting at those tables along the rail by mm-hmm. Crescent Lake, mm-hmm. looking at the Beach and Yacht Club and Stormalong Along Bay and looking over at Atlantic Dance and Jelly Rolls. You can't go wrong starting your your trip, no matter how long or short it is by looking at that view with perfect sunshine.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't know when Mr. Snidillo and I I mean, I had been to the bakery with mama and Papa Dillo, I think, Mm -hmm. but I don't know when Mr. Snidillo and I really started like, this is something we do every single trip. I mean, it was definitely before kids. It, It dates back years and years and years, but, um, yeah. I, and there was a thing that used to be on the Disney Channel or Disney Junior, which was, and I think I've talked about this in a really old podcast episode a poem is, and they would just like do random, like, old movies or old photos or whatever Disney base. And it'd be like a poem is and say a poem over the pictures that they were showing. And anytime since I saw that, that I sit in that spot, I just go a poem is, and it's just that view and <laughs> and the breeze off the water and just the gloriousness of
0: it all. This is probably a much larger episode to discuss, but where in your rankings of best views of Walt Disney world would you place this view of the boardwalk from those red tables I mm-hmm.
1: that's a good one it might I think it would be like number my my early my early answer is number two
0: mm, interesting second uh-huh
1: to the view when you walk out of the Polynesian lobby mm-hmm. And you can like, you see the pool, you see the beach, the water, and you see the castle. Because that view, early morning when there's the dew, which we've talked about and how much we love, or late at night with the torches, either way, that like, that view, that's some good, that's some good Disney right there.
0: Interesting. I, 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 I will debate that on a future episode. I
1: yeah. I mean, I might debate it as well. So, because you know, I can't make these decisions. Did you see me by the way, it's Tuesday as we record. We had a, you put up a retweet of which way do you go in every park? Mm-hmm. I, I pretty much know. And then I sat there and debated myself constantly. And then I had to ask Mr. Snidello. I'm like, which way do we go? but sometimes we do this, but sometimes we do this. I I can't.
0: I did not see your answers. You want to rattle the off real quick? Yeah. Oh,
1: if you want to yes end for a little bit while I –
0: Provide uh, that that Twitter handle too because I cannot remember the original tweet. Sure. But it was – he listed the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, uh, Animal Kingdom, Studios, uh, Universal Studios, and Islands of Adventure. Which way do you walk when you –
1: Oh, and I just realized I did not include Universal or Well, I didn't expect
0: you to. I'm surprised you put Animal Kingdom.
1: (laughs) I know you won't. Um, So who originally, where we got this tweet was at Christopher RIP. It's Christopher Ripley on the uh. Twitter. So we retweeted that from him. Okay, so here are my answers. And I'm going to debate them. I'm so (laughs) bad with lists. Okay. Magic Kingdom, I said, and I I gave two answers for some of them anyway. (laughs) I said, Magic Kingdom, right, I go right, or straight into Fantasyland. I never Ah. really start left.
0: No, and and we started left on a meetup, and I Mm -hmm. kind of enjoyed the just a little mix up. Right. But I would. I would say straight. I usually go straight.
1: Yeah, unless I had like a fast pass or like I was only going because I want some Dole Whip or whatever it was that I I only wanted to concentrate on that side. But typically, I go right or straight. Mm-hmm. Okay, Epcot. I realized both worlds because most people I'll only think about World Showcase when they're saying right or left. Mm-hmm. Both worlds. I go right.
0: Uh, yeah, I would say right definitely for world showcase uh-huh um and in future world i guess it's right these days because of the of the kid living uh-huh. seas of uh, the seas excuse me not living seas it's not right. 1991
1: seas with nemo and friends the
0: seas with nemo and friends uh, i tend to or soren i tend to go mm-hmm. right now not really hitting up test track or mission yeah. uh, uh mission space In the early portion of the day.
1: And you could also go straight right into Spaceship Earth. You could just, I mean, you start your day in Spaceship Earth, which then, depending on where you come out, maybe you do end up going a little more left, or you swing back around, or whatever. So, but my answer was right for both worlds, sometimes straight right into Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, Spaceship Earth. So, so far, I have many answers for both (laughs) things. Hashtag always MGM. Yes. So this is, due to recent changes, it's a little tough, because... Mm -hmm. You know, I I don't know, but I'm saying left. Especially, you got Muppets left now. You got Galaxy's Edge left. You got Mm -hmm. Star Tours left. There's Mm -hmm. a lot more left. So I think I think left.
0: I think left is the answer. Uh, You know, obviously the history of which would have been straight because the great movie ride was always
1: right first stop.
0: And I get the right you know the right turn. You're thinking Toy Story Land probably, but Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster. Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: There's a, a right option. Right. And that was probably there probably was a run of going to Tower of Terror first for a while. Right.
1: And that's what I was trying to think. Like, do we finish off with Tower of Terror or do we go there first? Um, all right. Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here's, here's what's so bad. Listen, I'm not an AK hater. I do agree it's the fourth park. I'm not yeah. I'm not It's making the sense.
0: it's the sixth park after yeah. the <laughs>
1: But I also I, I am a fraud as a Disney podcaster because I am not really familiar with the layout overall of Animal Kingdom. Like, I can get you around the other parks, no problem. Animal Kingdom might be like, I don't know which way to go. So, uh, Mr. Seindel, was like, you go left. I'm like, how do you know that? He's like, left is Pandora. I'm like, yeah, but like, we've only been to Pandora once. He's like, everything is left though, except for Dinoland. So, then I had to bring up a map. So, it's Dinoland in Asia.
0: Right. Everest.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. But left is Africa, which would – because I was like, which way is the safari? That's which way I'll go. Right, right. That's basically where – so I would start left. I would go to Everest, but, yeah, I would definitely then go that area
0: first. I I would say, you know, the three or four times I've been to Animal Kingdom in 20 (laughs) years. It's not true. Uh, But I usually start the day uh, with the safari, so I would – Right. Go left. Yeah, is, is the answer. But you yeah. did not answer Universal Studios. So I did because
1: I could. I wouldn't be able to. Uh,
0: it was interesting because the last time I went to Islands of Adventure, which was five years ago now, uh, I came over Islands of Adventure from the Hogwarts Express, so everything was different. Right. But if I was walking straight into the park, it's Hulk coaster first. First, you go left. There's no other out. You have to do Hulk and Spider Man first. Right. And, and we'll get to those two rides next week when we're talking about the rise of the resistance. Right. Um, And then with the Universal Studios proper, I have no idea at this point, but I guess you go right to get to Diagon Alley. That Mm -hmm. might be the easier way to get around or the quicker way. I don't know. I would love to hear people discuss the two options. You know, back in the day when I was doing tours 21 years ago.
1: Sure, totally the same.
0: Yeah, it's totally the same. You would go left at the beginning of the tour because you would start with Twister. Because there's nothing better than Bill Paxton uh, reading his cue cards to describe how frightening and terrifying a Twister can be.
1: Right. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think we were talking about any of this.
1: I was going to say, I have completely derailed what we thought the outline was going to be for these episodes, so who knows how many more times that'll happen.
0: Let's talk about our favorite part of our trip to the boardwalk, and that was at the security booth. (laughs) Oh,
1: it was good.
0: It was good. I (laughs) think you do a better job of telling this story (laughs) than I do. So I'm going to pass it on to you mm-hmm. to share the tale. Uh, because we, this, the signage was still there. Right. Uh, reservation or a guest. That's right. how you get in this parking lot.
1: Right. And I was a little worried because sometimes at the boardwalk, I have seen that sign before. Usually I see that sign during the holiday season, sometimes in the summer, when it's like really high traffic times. Which mm-hmm. this was not because it was really quiet all around, at least in the beginning of the trip. By the by the time Friday and Saturday rolled around, we definitely felt the uh, increase in people. But for this morning, quiet, quiet, driving around. There was no line to get into the boardwalk, but they did have the sign, so we were definitely a little bit worried. But I was like, whatever, you we you guys can have these places in hotels to eat that don't require reservations, and then tell me I can't park here and eat there and give you my money? No. So I was already ready. But <laughs> as we drove up to the booth, there was um, a security guard there, uh, as there as always is. Mm-hmm. And we say, "You <laughs> said, Hi, we just uh, want to get some breakfast at the bakery. Can we do that? And she said, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. with a pause cuz we <laughs> we were in no way expecting that reaction especially from a disney cast member especially as a security guard you don't you don't know you usually um, get
0: yes or no answers
1: right uh a little oh no problem Let me or oh sorry about that you'll have to park over whatever i don't know took your license looked at it and i was like go ahead that was it <laughs> And that we're like, okay, okay. Is this so? My question is was it her first day or early in her job, or has she been there for so many years? She's over it because I can relate to that when I worked in Epcot, (laughs) which is hilarious to me now because. Good Lord, it was the easiest job ever. But there, I threw my keys backstage in the break room plenty of times. I was over it a lot. Mr. Snidillo came in uh, three months before I left and No one liked him that much because (laughs) he was trying to do the job, which is like, here are your spiels that you do. Here is the timing of everything. And he went up there and did his spiels, and everyone was like, oh, look at this guy. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, he's doing his job. He's doing what we should all be doing, but we're all over it, so we're not doing it anymore. So we need new people to do the job. So... Was she in that spot? I don't know. But uh, it was hilarious to have that experience from a cast member. I just it was, it was just so deadpan. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, what do we do next? Yeah, 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 I, well, I don't
0: have a question to follow no, up. I don't <laughs> I
1: don't know. We don't know what's happening. But regardless, we got to park in the boardwalk, so it all worked out. And we got to visit the bakery for breakfast.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. and, and then once breakfast was over, mm-hmm. one of the big moments here, if you've been listening to Theme Park Thursday with Dillow's Diz for a long time, finally happened. Mm-hmm. And Jen, well, and myself for the yeah. first time.
1: Right. Yeah, I know. I was thinking about that today, actually, how there was no emphasis on your first time being on the Skyliner. It was all about me.
0: I was willing to ride the Skyliner. It was never in question. It was never in doubt. I thought I was going to ride it in August, going over from Art of Animation to Hashtag AlwaysMGM for opening day of Galaxy's Edge. But you yeah. have hated on it. If, if there was a sequel to the AK Hata, <laughs> it's the Skyliner Hata. Uh-huh. And you boarded a Skyliner cab from Epcot over to the Riviera Resort. Hmm. Initial thoughts, we'll post some video Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: it's all fun and
1: games. (laughs) (laughs) We did some lives, some Twitter lives, some IG lives. What were your thoughts? It's fine. Here are some of my, here's some of my, uh, I'll go negative first and then oh, I'll go positive. Yeah,
0: yeah. Make, do it like the positivity right. sandwich, I'll, you know, yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, it was fine. I would not feel comfortable going on during the summer. We were saying how the vents were closed. And yes, I know it was cool out. So they closed the vents. But the vents were closed. That's an indication on how it might feel in a lot of heat with no wind outside. It mm-hmm. might be, And we were a little warm. We weren't hot. We were wearing long sleeves, but we were warm. We could feel mm-hmm. it. We could feel the warmth of that cap. That's first. <laughs> Second, I, and I was telling Mr. Snidillo this, uh, I don't think I would enjoy it, uh, sharing it with other people. <laughs> I mean, people I know, sure, strangers right. is like, I don't know if I want to be like just in the air with people, but have the monorail been new, I probably would feel the same way of like, I don't want to be sitting in here with other people. So <laughs> I don't know. But if, I mean, obviously Skyliner is smaller and, you know, I don't know.
0: Do you think it'll get to be that busy? I mean, I don't know how it was at the holidays. I should go back right. and look at well, the Well, and
1: that's the thing. I think at the holidays... Probably when they're really just trying to disperse those crowds in different directions because for us there were plenty of empty Mm Skyliners that morning Mm -hmm. to the point where I feel like I noticed a difference in how fast they were moving that morning compared to like when we were leaving on Saturday they seemed to be moving a lot slower and I was like are there just a lot more people on them now does that slow it down maybe that's all a conspiracy theory and I have no idea what I'm talking (laughs) about. Also, I don't think I'd take the kids on because of my fear that still they haven't worked out all the kinks, mm-hmm. and therefore I don't want to be the person up there with my two kids. And now I'm just stuck in the air over what is, what is the road? What is the road there? As I'm moving <laughs> my hands.
0: <laughs> um, Buena Vista Drive. Right sure.
1: There. I don't want to be. I don't want to be just trapped there. With two kids freaking out in the August heat. Oh my goodness! No, I'm not doing that. Sure. Also, I will say though, in fairness to the Skyliner, here's my turn as we start to get positive. I'll, I'll this will be my 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 spin here. Um, in fairness, we, as we have said, are not really public transportation people in Disney. Right. We are rental car people, being in control of your own destiny people we rode the friendship boats probably more than anything else growing up than Mm -hmm. we did. You know, we never really rode the buses or anything like that. And we have, and obviously in years since we still prefer if I could pick, it's always going to be a rental car. So I also feel like, why am I taking the Skyliner? I don't need to take it. I just, I just want to hop in my car and go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in that's in fairness to the Skyliner, nothing against it. (laughs) I just, um, I just prefer the car. Also, Yes, the views are nice. It's very cool to see Disney from that angle. You haven't seen it from there before. It was cool to see some backstage stuff. Oh, here's a little bit of a negative. some things. (laughs) Some of the things need to be worked on because it looks like poor show as a former cast member. But some of the backstage, like construction of Ratatouille and all that looks really cool. I think at night I saw our sister Angela Dahlgren had posted some video of the Skyliner at night. I think that would be cool to see Disney all lit up. We are big Disney at night fans. So I, I, you know, it's nice and it's fine. I just don't think, you know, much like the animal kingdom. I like it. It's okay. I mean, I like the animal kingdom more than the Skyliner. I think.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Because I'm not afraid of getting trapped in the animal kingdom. Maybe I should, but I don't. (laughs) So, um, I don't know. Yeah. So it was okay. what do you think? I was I was
0: I was also okay with it. It's not I would ride it again. I would yeah. I, at night I would ride it again for sure. I was surprised again with the vents closed, but even the sun hitting the the cab, you know, on the ride that early, I was like, well, here you feel the sun in here? I mean, what's it like, you know, right. at noon? Right. It was the early morning, so I I liked the speed of it. I liked you know I felt like well, great. We're going straight from Epcot to. Uh, the Riviera. So right. that felt like a nice straight shot ride. We'll talk about the ride back in a second. Yeah. Uh, the big thing for me was the, it's efficient, you know? Yeah. But I, I would say on uh, the negative side, the, the, the eyesore of it from the inside and yeah. in places looking at it from the outside. It, it's just, it's a hard change for me. Even just standing in the boardwalk, Parking lot and looking up and seeing it, I was like, "Whoa!" Oh yeah, I mean, and that's an irrational overreaction. I'm yes. not gonna lie,
1: right? But that is definitely a ridiculous Dillo change thing. But we do have, we both felt the like. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. It's just everywhere. I don't know. It's just in my. It's just like an eyesore. It's just all around. I don't know how I feel about it. So that and that's definitely. Just our silly little change
0: things. Such a little, silly little change thing. You did mention uh, you, you met your sister, your sibling. Yes. Uh, for the first time. Yeah. Angela Dahlgren mm-hmm. uh, on Saturday at the meetup. I
1: did.
0: She's been on the show before. Yes. And uh, you guys have a great, great, <laughs> fantastic <laughs> photo pass picture that maybe we'll go in a little more in depth on I realize I'm talking about it. I'm like, no, save it for tomorrow. And right. Then,
1: you have to, goodness come. gracious. So many cliffhangers for tomorrow now. Yeah.
0: yeah. We uh we disembarked at the Riviera and we took a lot of video. There's a video on YouTube as we speak of Ooh. our tour and our mini discussion right. about the Riviera. But you wanna you wanna give a little teaser for that video over at youtube.com slash dillosdiz.
1: Sure, um and I think i I think you said in the video <laughs> with all of my comments, do I just want to put a disclaimer not that there's anything wrong with that, because that was kind of how all my comments went. uh the resort is really nice it 's really pretty. um I love the murals, I love the art on the walls and the hallways inside the hotel. Um, I thought the I like the outs you know the pool was nice the the uh, what? What were you playing?
0: Uh, bocce ball. The bocce
1: ball was co- cool, and you know you have a little water view there. So you know it's a it, there's it's not like a bad resort. It's crazy to me to like see it from the road. I'm like, oh, there's just yeah. a resort there now. What was I looking at? Nothing before that. It, that's that is the madness that is the property of Disney. It's just what's this space? let's put a hotel up like what? I I didn't even think about this space ever. And, um, but, uh, yeah, it's a really nice resort. I hear the restaurant on the top is awesome and has Mm -hmm. great views. So I would definitely love that and want to check that out. Um, so yeah, I mean, overall really pretty resort. Do I have some downsides? (laughs) But but not even like real downsides. I really think it's more, what do you want from your trip? I, I think I said in the video, I don't think I would direct like a family there. Not that kids wouldn't enjoy it. Not that a family couldn't have a good time there. They would obviously, but just like the Yacht Club, I wouldn't direct a family to the Yacht Club. Of course, they would have a good time there and enjoy it and all of that, but it just seemed more adult for me of, you know, mom and Papa Dillo would probably really like it or you know, childless millennials and those crazies that go to the park without kids. Um, You know, they would, I just felt more adult and sophisticated than fun and whimsical Disney, I guess.
0: Yeah. I think though, I I mentioned what kind of resort, you know, it felt very Florida to me walking around. Um, I said that on the video too, but I think the big Thing for me, and I said it to a couple people over the couple of days that we were down there. That I feel like they're trying to find the balance right now between being a uh, higher class resort, Uh you know, and nothing to compare it to the Grand Floridian, right. You know, in that respect, you walk in, you know, and we'll talk about that too at some point, walking inside the Grand Floridian Lobby, you're still like, like, whoa, right. you know, it still gives you that I don't belong here feeling. Yes.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I don't get that at the Riviera.
1: No, no, no.
0: But on the other side too, is like, they have all this cool artwork, mm-hmm. you know, photos of Walt, things like that. I feel like they're trying to find the balance, you know, the murals, as you mentioned, yeah. the the balance between... uh Disney and not Disney. There's yes. a, you know and I feel like still right now it's not enough Disney, but right. I'm sure they don't want too much Disney. Right. So where is that actual perfect balance? I don't think they've found that yet.
1: Right. And uh, I think OPP and I were discussing this as well of just a lot of the changes that have been made recently in Disney as a whole does feel like they're taking away, like, that Disney feeling. I mean, I feel it even with, like, the Tomorrowland arch or the the arch at the studios, or it just feels – I don't – I mean, obviously, it feels different, but it it feels – the sophisticated feel, the lack of theming, the – you know, and I – I don't know. I I think – what were we talking about recently that we were talking about a lack of theming with it? <laughs>
0: Beaches and cream. Uh- <laughs> True. Mm, we'll, get yeah, to that. That,
1: we'll get to that but um no
0: pizza yeah. rizzo we walked through for the first time right, in yeah the studios yeah. you know we were like, and i was like i just haven't walked through let me see and i walked through and i went oh i can see why everyone's so angry <laughs> right know? yeah hashtag save the muppets
1: yeah save them but yeah so but i mean overall um, a nice resort i mean there's mm-hmm. and and i think mr sandillo i think watched a uh video point of view on the inside of the rooms. So I have not done that yet, but yeah, I mean, that's was, that was good.
0: So the the, the thing about uh, leaving the resort on the Skyliner was we were like very uneducated on, on the other path of the yeah. Skyliner. Cause I thought we were just going to hit Caribbean beach and then, you know, pop century and then art of animation and then go over to the studios. Right. Little did I know that it was a one stop to the Caribbean beach and then, it was like choose-your-own-adventure. Right. <laughs> are you going to go straight yeah. to the studios or are you going to go to Art of Animation and Pop Century? Right. So uh, I posed the question because we're New Yorkers. Yes. And all our life, because, and, and you know, we have to have a Papadillo reference of the week. <laughs> the Long Island Railroad, if yeah. you take it from where we are on Long Island, mm. you have to change a Jamaica station. Right to go to Penn Station, you know, on 34th Street in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. So for years and years and years, Papa Dillo, mm-hmm. when arriving, or being, just being on the monorail, I yeah.
1: guess. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Do we have to change it to Jamaica? <laughs>
1: right. That would be the Transportation and Ticket Center.
0: Correct. The Transportation yes. uh-huh. and the Ticket Center was Jamaica for years and, years and years and years. Yes. Do we have to change it to Jamaica? All right, when we change it to Jamaica, <laughs> we'll just walk. We'll just walk over to Polynesian from Jamaica. <laughs> Yeah. So now, this little this little hub here mm-hmm. on the Skyliner at the yeah. Caribbean Beach, is is this actually the actual new Jamaica that we're dealing with here?
1: I mean, it kind of is. You know, the, the Transportation and Ticket Center, a lot of times you got to go down and then around, but it still kind of has that feel of train-to-train that Jamaica does. So, you know, you don't have the train-to-train feeling, but you do have three separate spots there in the Caribbean where, again, where did the space come from? Where, where, what is this? It's crazy. Um, so, yeah, but yeah, I mean, because I could easily see people coming off of that, getting confused, like so many tourists are in New York, Jamaica station sometimes. And um, so, yeah, I think uh, definitely it's a contender.
0: Yeah. So uh, we took it back to the studios rather than going over to of Animation and pop century, which I think is the logical choice. We weren't going to the studios, so we did walk back over to the boardwalk, which you think you've never done before.
1: No, I don't think I have. What would
0: you think of that walk?
1: I enjoyed it. I wouldn't do it during the summer, but I enjoyed it during uh, cooler temperatures.
0: Do you regret not taking the opportunity to ride on a friendship boat at that moment? I
1: mean, a little bit, only because it's a friendship boat and, you know, but... The fact that I got to see them, hear the horn, you know, at least I, I got a little taste of them. So it was okay.
0: Okay. And now the main event of our first day. <laughs> I thought, I, I'm looking at the clock. So this is the main event because okay. I think we're going to also table our Disney Springs conversation and our first meeting with Drunk Stormtrooper for a separate episode. And maybe we need a fireside chat with Drunk Stormtrooper in order to properly talk about that so I'm gonna I'm gonna table okay the Disney Springs conversation I mean
1: because yeah I guess we could talk because I do have to discuss the Sam meeting uh, that's true yeah there's
0: a lot there's a lot happening there's oh a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway
0: <laughs> so maybe a Disney Springs talk after the week of, right. the, of the rise of the resistance and galaxy's edge talk right our reservation for beaches and cream was at 1:35 p.m. yep This after the four-month renovation, the six months of us going crazy Mm
1: -hmm.
0: about uh, the initial news, the initial fear and worry manifesting in our brains for an an entire half year, practically. A holiday. A holiday. But first, I got to jump in the quiet pool at the beach. Oh, you're going to
1: say it? You're going to say it?
0: I did it. I jumped in the pool. Oh
1: my goodness! I can't believe you're giving that away.
0: The quiet pool at the beach club—it cleanses your soul, ladies and gentlemen. I'm yes. telling you right
1: now. The okay. Five-year-old so. is baptized in it.
0: <laughs> and then, <laughs> um, dear Dillows, Diz,
1: I listened to your most recent podcast. Uh, Don't at us. We
0: uh, we were a little early, so mm-hmm. we were hoping to get in a little early. There was there were some empty tables inside. Yeah. We got in four minutes early. Uh, we the here. So here is the past experience. Just to, to recap, real quick, let's hit the bullet points of why we have always loved Beaches and Cream. Sure. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The burgers are the best place to eat burgers yes. anywhere in in the park. You heard Papadillo on our Christmas episode say they are the best. It, 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 he said it was the best meal.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, Which we have too.
0: Yeah. We, we have said, we have oh, said huh? if you're
1: going to have a meal, what are you having? And yeah. that's typically that's, our answer.
0: That's where we would go. Yeah. So that, what else would you put on that list of why we love
1: it? Uh, the chocolate milkshakes. Obviously. Obviously.
0: The ambiance, you know, the jukebox blaring, the uh, celebrities pictured on the walls from their motorcades at hashtag MGM from uh, 1989. <laughs> the-
1: how long have those been gone
0: <laughs> <laughs> so overall that that's the quick hits yeah where do you want to start with when we walked in i i know where you're gonna start but go ahead when we walk when the greeter brought us inside
1: <laughs> well this is the part that i not like
0: Shout out to Vaughn. He was working really hard.
1: No, he was great. And I he he was calling people outside and he was doing a little Bueller, Bueller, you know. It was mm-hmm. funny. It was I, I enjoyed Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and he was kind of giving people inside scoop when he would bring you in. So mm-hmm. he brought us in and he said, We're in the former arcade section. Yeah, that wasn't a great thing to tell us. <laughs> Dude, that's not how you start things off with dillos who are really, really trying to look at this positive, but really try to come in here with an open mind.
0: Cause my immediate overreaction was <laughs> what, when I come here from now on, I'm going to have to ask for the jukebox side of this restaurant. So I'm in the former past restaurants of this place. Right.
1: We're going to need the OG section. Thanks. Yeah. We'll yeah. wait.
0: I only can sit in the original <laughs> section, please. I cannot accept the extension. <laughs> I will not accept it. So uh, there we were, it was, and it was the height of lunch, it was, and there was a lot of people in there. Mm-hmm. And then we waited for a little bit to be waited on. We gave our full meal. Our full okay. meal being
1: a uh, cheeseburger and a chocolate milkshake,
0: and 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 the fries.
1: And the fries. Well, she said, uh, "Fries good." Yes, which indicates to me, the fries are included with the burger, which is a cliffhanger from last week's show. We were worried about this. Have no fear, everyone. The fries are included. You're welcome. They
0: are included. They are included as part of your $17 fee <laughs> when you're ordering the burger. Right. So we got the chocolate shakes first, which, yep. you know... Back in the day, it's not like, listen, they cook their burgers so well. It takes time. We know we're in it for some time, which is okay. the glory of getting the chocolate shake, except each as a cream, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to bide you some time while you're waiting for your burgers. Mm-hmm. But there's this little change that we did not consider. And I'm not talking about like a Dillo's weirdo change thing. I'm talking about a change that's happened in Walt Disney World that we didn't think about
1: well, before you get to that one, though, right. can you just talk about how it was, what it was served in? Because that is a crazy Dillo change thing. All
0: right. <laughs> you'd get the glass yes. with the chocolate shake, yes. with the whipped cream and the cherry on top. Yes, and then the extra, the leftover yeah. mm-hmm. in the silver canister. So when you finished yeah. your glass, you could have a little more.
1: Delightful.
0: Yes. Yes. This time, you only get the silver canister that is probably only three quarters full with then the whipped cream and then the cherry that doesn't even reach the top of the silver canister milkshake, you know, thing. So that's the crazy little thing. And immediately did not (laughs) cast the best impression. (laughs) We're crazy. (laughs) But then, and maybe maybe you've forgotten this already, ladies and gentlemen, Walt Disney World has instituted paper straws. Mm Mm-hmm. All across the park, mm-hmm. park-wide, paper straws, mm-hmm. they serve. Now, I, I don't know, maybe you have had success in this. Mm-hmm. Please let us know if you have successfully drank a chocolate milkshake, <laughs> not just from Beaches <laughs> Cream, anywhere,
1: Sure.
0: with a paper straw and enjoyed it. chocolate milkshakes no. are not made, so you can suck them out of paper straws, yeah, they are meant for plastic straws.
1: yeah now, let us show our support okay,
0: we want to <laughs> for... protect the environment in the world and the
1: earth <laughs> and the turtles we care about them we do i I just it so we had paper straws for our waters as well um and the paper straw with the water was a thinner straw mm-hmm. and the milkshake straw was a uh, a more a rounder bigger straw because you're, you're it's a milkshake so they're like oh they're going to need this to try and get it up I almost I almost feel like the thinner straw may have been better mm-hmm. um I <laughs> just I won't go into all the logistics of drinking a milkshake but I don't know maybe that would have helped it it was very difficult and I felt like once you finally got some it was like it was almost like taking a shot so you didn't really get a full taste and it it did take away a little bit I don't want to hurt the turtles I, but it did you know and I don't mean that my milkshake is more important than the turtles but it just Took away a little bit from the taste. Like, I think I almost would rather just eat it with a spoon from now on. If, if or something, or, or bring, a reusable, a, <laughs> a, okay. bring a, a reusable straw with me. That's called Sunday. Sunday. Maybe I'll just bring a reusable straw with me.
0: Because well, I did notice
1: that some places that I got to drink, sometimes I got an iced tea or water or whatever. I, I would have to then like flag someone down for a straw at all. And that's only because I'm a little skeeved out sometimes drinking right from the cup. I mean, sometimes I'll do it. But sometimes I'm like, could I have a straw? Like maybe I just, I feel like Larry David. Like, can I get a straw? Can I?
0: <laughs> if, and it's an, if and when we go back to Beaches and Cream, because we'll get to the last part in a second. You you hit the nail on the head. I am now going to have to pack my own straw <laughs> to go to Beaches and Cream so I can drink a milkshake properly.
1: If you ever see us in the parks, you'll know us by our little twirly straws we're just carrying around to Our, our,
0: our first uh, Dillos Diz swag may be, in fact, Ooh. your own straw.
1: With, like, the yeah. Dillos Diz logo right across so you just oh. see it. <laughs>
0: So you see that's us while that you're sucking your chocolate milkshake. <laughs> Are you writing that down? It's a million-dollar idea right there. <laughs> yeah, so man. needless to say, not recommended. If you're going to Beaches and Cream, bring a straw. Do not – whether it's one of your plastic bendy straws or your little crazy curly cue straws or your own reusable straw, do not, do not use – a paper straw, and and don't try to drink out of it either, or use the spoon. No, that you, it's a chocolate milkshake. Right. If you're going for the first time, you have to drink it like a chocolate milkshake.
1: Right. But, That's I mean, true. That's true.
0: So, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was it, and and the chocolate milkshake is still good. It's just, it wasn't the same.
1: Right. And you know how we feel about it. Are we gonna? Is this just like? Do you think people just think we're whining this whole episode? <laughs> we're being too negative.
0: I was gonna text you before and be like, make sure you spend it, spin the positive, positive, positive. <laughs> no, they're gonna hear that we're crazy.
1: Well, we are. Yeah. We are not condoning our behavior and some of our some of our thoughts.
0: Because we're still gonna go back to beaches and cream someday because the right. burgers are still fantastic. Right. Yep. We're we're still gonna, you know. We're going to the boardwalk. Yeah. We're going to go on the Skyliner again. I mean. I mean, I am. Yeah. Uh, We'll see when Jen does. Right. Yeah. We're fine. Right. We're just crazy. This
1: is like all of our things. Like, none of our things we say, they're just silly nostalgia things we're holding on to and can't let go of that make us a little crazy. Nothing stops us from going to Disney. We love it. We it is like literally in our DNA. Like I, I will get emotional speaking about Disney. I love it so much. So nothing is stopping us from going. We just have some opinions on some things.
0: And, and the burgers were great. Now, yes. just, just, to, just to close, mm-hmm. I would say you usually spend an hour in Beaches and Cream. This time we spent over an hour and a half in Beaches and Cream, which is a very long time to just have a hamburger, fries, and a milkshake. There, there's, I, you know, maybe people called out sick that day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe I, I cannot speak to why. It just seemed like, and we talked about this. Yeah. There was the same amount of servers yeah. in the extended version of Beaches and Cream mm-hmm. than in the original version of Beaches and Cream.
1: Right. I kind of felt for the staff there because it seemed like the few that were running around that entire restaurant, they looked overwhelmed mm-hmm. because they looked like they had way too much, pun intended, on their plates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just, yeah, I, I, yeah. And I don't know if something was also maybe going on behind the scenes because it did seem like, especially in our section, there were a lot of us sitting there for a lot. I mean, our milkshake was pretty much gone I would say by the Mm -hmm. time the burgers came and we had been waiting we were watching other families we were watching other people trying to ask for things multiple times or trying to get attention of somebody um and it it, then it seemed like all of a sudden there was this influx of food and everyone kind of got everything all at once so I don't know if and and it's a restaurant those things are going to happen I think just maybe a little heads up or a community, like if there was something going on, just a little, hey, so sorry, there's blah, 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 blah happened, or we're just working on did it, just a little check-in or whatever. And I think we were surrounded, obviously, by a lot of families with kids, and you could see some of the parents really trying to get a hold of somebody for whatever they needed at the time. So, yeah, I think they, there's probably some kinks to be worked out with the extension of this restaurant and hopefully... I, I hope they do get more people so that they're not so overwhelmed there.
0: Uh, I, I felt like that was a theme for me. And I, again, I work in the uh, customer service industry, right. um, I, a customer service experience, I guess, mm-hmm. um, in my, in my real life that uh, for me, there was a big theme over the three days of how much a, a different approach or uh a different approach to communication goes a long way. Good and bad. Yeah, If you had made, it's like choose your own adventure. If you had just communicated it this way, this different result would have happened. It's like, or this person communicated this, which made everything after that better. Like right. there's just, it, it's just so interesting to see it. And we're in different times where communication is more difficult or mm-hmm. more of a challenge because you're afraid of sensitivities or overreactions. Like, you know, if you're saying, hey, you know, we, we're we not going to say when they put the paper straws in front of us, <laughs> I demand you bring me a plastic straw. <laughs> We're not going to say that, but, (laughs) you know, people are afraid about what the reaction will be, you know, in in this day and age. And so I think therefore the communication falls apart. And then the people just end up getting angry about not being updated properly.
1: Right. Right. Mm -hmm.
0: And I think that that, that, that was, it's an, and Disney is definitely the most interesting place to watch that because it is for all all things considered, the best place to see guest service slash customer oh, yeah. service in action. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean people say, oh, it's slipped over the years. Oh, it's not as good as it used to be. Oh, the training is it's still superior to anywhere else in the world. Anywhere. Awesome.
1: Yep. No, and we I mean, when I worked for an airline, we may have taken a trip there to try to just watch the customer service in play and you know, and I would go along on those trips because then I had worked in Disney. So I would also kind of be asked questions from my point of view of like, how, how do they get people, you know, to, to settle down from the frustration level or to offer things or what are they doing? And, you know, the first thing I would always say is it's a different clientele than people that are traveling in an airport. Right. I mean those people are stressed out these people are on vacation so yeah you're going to have the people that overreact and get crazy sometimes overall people are just looking for some answers and can be talked down and you know all that kind of stuff so plus you know everyone is just willing to help and and wants to answer questions and do whatever they need to do to make your experience the best it can be of course there's going to be some bad eggs out there but overall ev- the the service in Disney is why people keep going back. I yeah. mean, that could be a whole... Up. Has Have we done an episode on the customer service? Way like, back in the improviser
0: yeah. guide days we have, yeah. but we probably should uh, redo it again.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: What updates have happened over the years. Right. If you don't follow... You should follow on Twitter, uh, the Disney Institute. It's, not, uh, you know, mostly they're trying to sell their workshops and everything like that. But they often post memes or quotes or, you know, just... Uh, different phrases that uh, they kind of aspire to. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Disney Institute on Twitter is always a good follow just to see the basis of their guest service. And, uh, you know, like I said, I think in in all circumstances whether they're going on a, on a tour of a resort you know the the, the new skyliner people rocky over uh, at the riviera he was a great mm-hmm. cat he, like he had like the disney spirit yeah you know, And he was just loading people onto the onto the skyliner like right. that was absolutely like i was like oh this guy's a disney cast member there he is right you know, yep. he just, when you see it yep it, it it really stands out. It really pops and makes a big difference. And yes. yeah, you can see on this opposite side of Peaches and Cream, the staff was working hard. Yeah. But um, they were being overworked yes. as well that afternoon. Yes. And maybe they were just shorthanded, or maybe it's always like that. And hopefully they adjusted to make the guest service experience better. Right. Two people next to us were waiting 20 minutes for their Sundays. Yeah. That's that's hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was that. That was a nice tangent into guest service. Uh, we can talk know. about that forever.
1: Yes. Before we go, I wanted to make sure to spread the word. Jocelyn, as part of her 2020 bucket list, is also doing some fundraising on top of trying to stay in 20 Disney hotels and doing this major meetup that she planned. She's also raising money because that's the amazing person she is. So if you go to her site, Disney Dreamin, D-R-E-A-M-I-N, 411.com, and from the menu, you can get to her fundraising page. She is really raising money for Make-A-Wish, Give Kids a World, and our friend Chrissy O's Music Foundation. She is coming up with different ways. I know at the bowling event at Splitsville, um, they raised some money during their bowling event there as a way to kick it off, Um, but she's kind of doing this all year and dividing the money up between three charities, so you can get more information from her site on her fundraising page just goes to show how amazing Jocelyn is and she is the absolute best. So check that out.
0: All right. So we're gonna we're gonna take a pause. Okay. We're gonna reassess. Okay. Because we're gonna come back tomorrow. Okay. And talk about our day at the Magic Kingdom with the 2020 WDW meetup.
1: Okay. We're kind of going out of order of our trip a little bit. Yes. Because then on Friday we went to Galaxy's Edge. But that will be next week.
0: And that was a big, like, that was a whole big day. Yeah. That encompassed, you know, and we try to count the number of hours in my head. Right. Basically, 18 hours. That was an 18-hour <laughs> day, Oh Lord. basically. So uh-huh. we want to save the 18-hour day for right. next week yes. and focus on our eight-hour day yes. for Friday yes. at yes. the Magic Kingdom. Until that time, she's Jen. I'm Frank. Bye-bye.
1: Deuces
0: theme park Thursday with Dillow's Diz featuring Frank Cardillo and Jen Cardillo Snyder. The theme was composed by Matt Harvey. The intro and the outro was performed by Lindsay zarugian The Dillow's Diz fact checker is Mel Dale. You can subscribe to Dillow's Diz on YouTube youtube.com slash Dillow's Diz. You can follow Dillow's Diz on Instagram, Twitter, and Tick tock at Dillows Diz, Dillows with an S, Diz with a Z, and you can give Dillows Diz a like on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Diz. Don't forget to go to DillosDiz.com for throwbacks, blogs, archives, and more. DillowsDiz.com. We'll see you real soon, and that real soon is next week for Theme Park Thursday with Dillows Diz. The Improviser's Guide Network, 2020.